My man loves me. He provides for me. He protects me. So tonight, I'm gonna drop in love just for him. Drop in love for Jesus. Keep the Lord in mind. When you dirty wine, drop it, drop it for Jesus. In the club, shake it to the floor and show it love. I'm on the grind, cause for my sins he died. At the pearly gates for show I'll be in the number when the trumpet starts to blow But tonight I gotta oh, drop it low God loving, God loving music Simone, what we about to talk about? Girl, anything and everything, okay? <laughs> What's going on world? It's your girl Simone And you are now tuned in to episode 310 of season three of Bonnets and Durags, a Pillow Talk podcast. So today's episode is a freestyle. We freeballing it up in here. I have my girls here. This is a bonnet talk, actually. So no niggas in the room, <laughs> except for the engineer. Shout out to him. <laughs> the engineer, he lit. But yes, no, this is actually, I think this, no, this isn't the first bonnet talk, but this is one of the few episodes where I've just had women on the show, and I'm so excited about it. I got my homegirls, Cortland and Trey, up in here. Hey, hey y'all. Hey, hey girl. Hey. <laughs> How are you doing today? Good. I'm so excited. We're good. Yes. So good. I feel like my face is like melted off from this New York heat. <laughs> yes. This oh is my different. Goodness. <laughs> I'm from New Orleans, baby, but this heat, honey, it's different. Mm-mm. It's different. It's smothering. It's different. And then you guys said this isn't even the hottest. No. What was today's high? Like 84? Like yeah, like 85. That's nothing. I mean, everybody made me seem like it was gonna be crazy hot, crazy hot. <laughs> It's not that bad. Mm. It's not that bad. But you, I know you guys said like three days ago it was crazy. Yeah, it was like yeah. 90 something. Yeah. I was yeah. like, have you even been outside with the sun yet? <laughs> no. Right. Okay, then. Right. <laughs> Try to the travel most walking. in the morning or midday. The most walking mm-hmm. I did was with y'all because I've been taking Uber. <laughs> I'm like, do y'all want me to call Girl, it? we five minutes to the train. <laughs> okay. <laughs> right. I'm like, ooh. Y'all walk. <laughs> I know. That's one thing I miss about being home yes, is your car. My car. Yes. I can't stand taking the train. Really? I really can't. Yeah. I can't get with it. it. I thought it was going to get better, like, after a while. Because, what, I've been here four months now? Uh-huh. I thought it was going to get better. Man, I saw a white Camaro the other day, and I almost shed a tear, man. I was That's like, the car you had? I had a white Camaro 2016. Oh. Oh, my God. I miss that car so much. So I just want to hop in my car, yes. go to the grocery store, make some groceries. Yes. <laughs> like the convenience. Yes, it's put, put stuff in a your... trunk. Right. I want. I want to make some groceries and not have to carry them hoes. Right. That, like that's what I want. <laughs> I just want to put it in a trunk. Oh, oh my, my god. Wait. So before people don't even know. Who I know. Y'all are. We didn't even. Let's <laughs> go ahead and get into intro. Let's talk about some. Want to make some groceries? <laughs> right. Like, right. Who this hoe? Right. Who is this? <laughs> <laughs> so let's yeah go ahead get into it tell them who you are where you're from what you got going on where they can find you all that okay i'll go first what's good y'all it's your girl Cortland janae um at court stay dropping gems on instagram i'm from new orleans louisiana nola baby and um <laughs> i've recently relocated to brooklyn about four months ago 
Welcome. So happy to have you here. Thanks, girls. Mm-hmm. Uh, my name is Trey. I'm at Trey Day on Instagram. You got a celebrity right now. Y'all. Right. Listen. Right. Hold on. I'm so regular. You will see me at Target in my bonnet. Nah, I won't go outside celebrity my bonnet. Sighting. But okay. look, I'm like, girl, you will see me in anywhere looking crazy, okay? Um, and I am visiting New York. This is like my yes. third time here. I came for the first time in April, and I'm already back. Three, five months later, in love. Yep, yep. I'm not gonna move, but I like it here. (laughs) It's a good visiting. (laughs) And I'm from Oakland. I'm from Oakland, California. Yes. Yes, the Bay. Oh my goodness. Wait, so if you wouldn't stay in California, where else would you wanna live? Probably in the South. Okay. I don't know where, but somewhere where I can actually buy a house. Mm-hmm. That's pretty, is, that's a, there's a lot of options yeah. for that. Yeah, I, I can see you in like Houston. People I can see that, that too. People yeah, say that. you get yeah. Texas vibe. Really? Mm-hmm. Okay. Because okay. I feel like Atlanta. I don't know. Like I know you say you feel like you could move to Atlanta, but I don't see you in Atlanta. No, I don't mm-hmm. see you in Atlanta. I, I see Texas been. though. I haven't been. I do see her in Atlanta in the sense of like her business. Right. Yes. Yeah. Right. Wait. So did you describe no, what kind oh of business God. you do? <laughs> so I do makeup. I'm a makeup artist, and then I also do microblading. So. You know, I give the people these bomb brows. Yeah. If you don't have them, I can give them to you. Right. Yes. So, yeah, I could definitely do that anywhere. But it's definitely, like, the industry then in, in Atlanta. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But I, 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 I like, I mean, Texas, I feel like I have to really go to experience it. I don't know. But the same with Atlanta. I mm-hmm. need to go see it and see what I could see. Right. <laughs> <laughs> we need to take a trip out there. Yes. Oh, see. my God. Just mm-hmm. to see. Yeah. 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 That'd be lit. Yeah. So, Cortland, you said you moved here four months ago. Yes. How has that transition been for you? Because you, as far as I'm concerned, you said that you've only lived in Louisiana. That's it. Never experienced anything else. Well, like, I literally lived in New Jersey for, like, a month from Hurricane Katrina. Yes. Um, Yeah, like, we relocated. Like, me and my other little cousins basically relocated to New Jersey for, like, a month. Um, And I only did a month of middle school there. And then I came back home once my school opened up. But, like, my other cousin, she did the whole year out there. Um, but, yeah, like, I went to LSU. Like, I spent, you know, four years of my life at LSU. But this is, like, the furthest I've ever been from home, the longest I've ever been away from my parents. Like, being the only child, pretty much. Um, like, my parents are, like, mad clingy. And they, like, <laughs> miss me. Like, literally, my mom was just texting me, like, where's my child? Come home. And I'm like, no, leave me alone. Like, <laughs> Oh, my God. Like, my poor dad, like, for those of you who don't know, my dad is 81. So, he's just, like, oh always guilt-tripping me, like, baby, <laughs> you know daddy miss you. <laughs> the when, boys. When the next time you think you're coming home, daddy miss you, baby. Well, I'm not trying to make you upset now. I just <laughs> just want you to come home. Oh and I'm like, God. leave me alone. Okay. Get a hobby. Get a pet. Get a goldfish. What kind of hobby is Johnson going to have? Okay. Please Look, tell me. Johnson, I, okay, y'all, so John, I call my dad Johnson just because he's 81. Like, my last name's Johnson. I feel like he's 81. Out of respect, I should call him Johnson. Not daddy? So, not, no. I, I call him dad, like, every once in a while. Okay. But more, more than likely, I'm calling that nigga Johnson. <laughs> and, uh, no, he, he's very talented, though. Like, he he um, he wanted to be a band director. That's what he wanted to be. Aww. And so, like, he can play, like, the trumpet, the piano, all that kind of stuff. So, he needs to be teaching, like, music lessons to, like, little he kids. He should. He don't want to. Why? Because he's lazy as hell. <laughs> and they can say, I done made the 81. Y'all gonna leave me alone. Okay. <laughs> he be watching his stories? No. No? No. He really just watched the news. Like, oh, okay. he just watched the news and, like, will randomly, like, call me and be like, man, anytime New York on the news, 
Jones on the call would be like, uh, baby, well, I, uh, I saw they had somebody on the subway throwing rocks at the train. <laughs> and it caused a, a, a kerfuffle on the train. <laughs> oh, what? <laughs> you, you wasn't in there, were you? <laughs> you was all right? That ain't, there was nobody throwing rocks at my train. Like, I'm right. right. a million right. people. Were you there? <laughs> <laughs> just in case. You might have been on that right. train. And you I'm just been like, on train. and if I was, what you going to do? <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> like, literally, what are you going to do? That is so cute. Oh, my God. <laughs> he needs it's a hobby, so y'all. And I'll be so telling cute. my mom, I'm like, y'all need a pet. And she's like, you're our pet and you love. I'm like, damn, I <laughs> just call me a pet. <laughs> Bruh, my parents, they ain't shit. <laughs> no, but like the transition's been good. And, um, you know, just like moving here to chase my dream of television and media. And mm-hmm. this this is scary. Like I literally just posted because I, you know, graduated from the Wien Academy yes, two days ago. Congrats. Thank you. Thank you. And I just trying to tell people in the caption, like, y'all chasing your dreams is not easy. Like it's it not sure easy. It's scary. Stepping out on faith is scary. Like yeah. being un- being comfortable, being uncomfortable is scary as hell. And it's like you have to have enough confidence in yourself to to speak that you're gonna be okay before you're actually like okay. Mm-hmm. So it's like I'm in that weird space, and I'm really big on like being transparent throughout the journey because like people get I get I don't know about y'all, but I get tired of hearing advice from people who already made it. It's like nigga, Girl, you made me it. too. I <laughs> me don't too. Hear, I don't hear shit you gotta say. <laughs> right. nigga. Like you already a CEO. You already you already a CEO. You already like a millionaire. I don't hear shit you gotta say. Talk like about just do the work. Just do the work. But don't you feel like they know what it takes? I just feel like they're so dis like disconnected from yeah. where I am now. Mm, okay, you know like. You know, I want to know how you felt in the moment. Like, I feel like it's it's easy to be at the top mm-hmm. and say, like, oh, you're going to be okay. Mm-hmm. But mm-hmm. it takes it takes a real person to not be okay and say, like, I'm going to be okay. Yeah. Mm-hmm. It's they the manifestation of it. Right. I was going to say, they don't have a lot of panels with people who are deep in the weeds. Right. That's why I appreciate it so much when I was on that panel mm-hmm. at Verizon. It was, like, sitting among, like, founders and CEOs, and here I am, a little manager. But after that, nah, don't even say that, bro. No, don't but, even say that. But just looking at the I scope of it, saying, and then afterward, everybody was like, "Yo, like I really was inspired by your story." Mm-hmm. And I'm like, me, "Like I didn't even make it yet. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I'm over here sitting here telling on myself, talking about something I studied for my exam a day before my interview, <laughs> right. and the fucking president of the company <laughs> right. sitting next to me. Well, people, <laughs> I was like, people, you don't know this yet, but yeah. yeah, but no, it's just it. I think that like it, there's something telling about being able to like speak to people who are doing actually doing the work Mm -hmm. and that's not to like kind of like undercut the people who have made it out and the people who have succeeded Mm -hmm. but like you said it's it's more realistic it's more relatable at this stage in my life i need to see people like you and like you know i've told you that several times like you're a big reason why i moved here like seeing like you know like us just like connecting from twitter and then like me seeing your journey and like your glow up your blow up and Aww. just like seeing like I'm really big on like I like to keep people in my circle who I feel like are a few steps ahead of me because it keeps me inspired and I get that with both of y'all and it's just like just like you said about the panels is what happens to me is I'm not on the panel but like I'll stand up and ask a question and say like how I moved to New Orleans to chase my dream or whatever and then I have people coming up to me after the panel as if I was a panelist mm-hmm. and I'm like uh nigga I'm in the audience just like you are like <laughs> I'm over here trying to get this coin just right. like you are like uh-huh. I, I can't mentor you nigga I can't do shit for you but you know I people appreciate the authenticity and right. I think that's something just really with our generation right now like we want substance we want authenticity like right 
we were tired of seeing people at the top, like, you know, seeing advice from Oprah and then seeing advice from somebody who's, like, on their journey. It's just two different things. It, it, it hit different. It is. Sure do. That shit hit different. But people like, like people who are relatable. Like, right. I know we got the same struggle, so I do want to hear from you. Right. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. Like, we're, Oprah's not relatable right. to us. Like, Oprah We idolize her. A farm. <laughs> right. I ain't got no problem. Making we, making I, wine. Right. right. She grabs up with her feet. What? <laughs> in her backyard. In the backyard. Like but which which wing of the house? Right. Like right. the south wing. Right. Cause. No, I got you. Yeah, that makes sense. That makes sense. Yeah. Oh my goodness. So Trey, so I know you were like kind of mentioning a little bit earlier how you like tried to go to school. You was like, nah, I'm not doing that. No. And so then you started your business. Like give us yeah. a little bit of like background on like what that was like. So, yeah, school wasn't for me. I, I, you know, I think everybody has their niche or mm-hmm. whatever, whatever's for them. I just felt like while I was there, I was wasting my time, wasting money. I just didn't, I didn't love it. I just wasn't having fun. And makeup has always been something that I love doing from, my sister said that when we were little, we used to play dress up and I did her makeup and her hair and she would perform and dance because she's a dancer. And I'm like, I don't remember that, but whatever. <laughs> I have the worst memory. How the old worst were you? memory. Like, like, we have to be like seven or you, whatever. Damn. You should remember memories. I know. At that time. I don't. She was like, yeah, girl, you used to do my hair and my makeup. And we had the little so Barbies. You know the Barbies? The no. right she now. is. She is. I just want you so to she know. She is. That. I saw it in her eyes. The, sorry, I'm sorry. <laughs> you know the Barbies with the shoulders? only yes, in the head yes, i do yes, remember yes. having that uh-huh. but apparently i used to be in my stepmom's makeup that's who kind of got me into the the makeup thing um and she said when we were growing up we used to just play play dress up and i would do her makeup and she would perform whatever i don't remember that but eventually i started to wear makeup again in high school the blue eyeshadow to the brow looking crazy <laughs> blue blue eyeshadow. blue to do match the blue I, I do need, i need to i'll see show that. you i'll show you <laughs> I'm going to find it. I'm going to find it and show you so you can laugh. It is crazy, but it was to match my blue outfit uh-huh. with the blue purse and, yeah, everything else. Oh, I remember those right. days. Right, yeah. It's like, but nobody told me, you yeah. know? And I remember well, my dad. they didn't know either. They didn't know. They probably was like, ooh, they it was know. a blind date in a blind yeah. uh- <laughs> <laughs> My dad, I remember him being like, I remember him telling my stepmom, all of that is a lot. And my stepmom's like, she's expressing herself. Like, Aww. let her. Right. I was like, look at that support. Yes. And now my dad is seriously my biggest cheerleader. He be telling everybody about <laughs> me and my career and oh follow my follow my daughter on Instagram. He'll be at Kaiser and see somebody with some crazy makeup and be like, You should follow my daughter. <laughs> I'm like, Is that a compliment? Like, oh, don't get you right. right, right. I love right. that. But I um I did retail for cosmetics for a few years and five years no, three years ago, I stepped out on faith and now I've just been working for myself ever since then. And it's wow. been amazing. I have not looked back. So I have my own business. Real ass makeup. bosses. Real ass bitch. <laughs> right. Period. Give a fuck about a nigga. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Period. Pills. Okay. Right. <laughs> and it's just been amazing. It's scary. It's very, very scary. I just talked about this on my Instagram. But I felt like I was so unhappy in the retail environment. I did learn a lot from being there. But I was so, so, so unhappy. I had to see what else there was. Uh-huh. And there is life after. I worked for Mac. There's life after that. You know, it's so it's so interesting you bring that up because I get so scared about life mm-hmm. after corporate because mm-hmm. like I feel like I'm holding on mm-hmm. to my corporate job because I'm just like, oh, well, there's security here. It's a steady mm-hmm. paycheck. There's benefits. But if, I'm not. What do you want to do, though? I You know, it's crazy. I don't know. I feel like I just found out what the title of the kind of job I would want is called mm-hmm. and it's experiential marketing. Yes. Mm-hmm. I love the idea. of Oh, like, my God. Create- so we got to talk because yes. I definitely was in a lot of places that 
handle experimental experimental really? marketing from Ween. Okay, yes, we, we gonna got, talk. We gotta talk <laughs> because <laughs> talk. I'm like there. I have such a, a, a knack for creating ideas and you know from the ideation to execution phase. Mm-hmm. And I, what I'm doing right now is by myself, mm-hmm. and it's cool, but it's overwhelming. But it's like imagine like the great ideas that I have for the kind of stuff I want to do on my own. How I can implement that to a brand like. Spotify wants to host an event mm-hmm. and I'm leading the curation of the Spotify mm-hmm. event. Like, that's what I'm saying. Like, Ooh, I need to be doing that. Girl, put me on, put me on. Like, I feel like that's going to fulfill me. Like, to be honest with you, and this is not like a slight to like my company, the company I work for, I'm realizing that digital marketing ain't it. Mm. Mm-hmm. Do, people think digital marketing is social media and like influencer and branding. It's not that. This is literally focusing strategy, creating strategy to drive traffic back to whatever it is you need. Mm -hmm. So driving traffic back to site, selling products. And if you're not passionate about the sites, the products, it's not fulfilling. Mm -hmm. And it's not to say that the the content isn't great. I think the content is great for the reader. But for me, it's just like. Damn, this ain't what I it's really. Not what you want. It's not really what I want mm-hmm. to be doing. You know, mm-hmm. like I mean, I'm I'm very grateful to be able mm-hmm. to have a job and mm-hmm. have something steady and to be doing this line of work, especially mm-hmm. because, like I literally, I think I tweeted the other day. Somebody said like, "Oh, what's your biggest flex?" And I was like, "Oh, I'm manifested my job, mm-hmm. and mm-hmm. a year and a half later, I'm getting paid double than what I started making when I first moved here. Yeah. Period. Period. Okay. And it's it literally is because I had an interview and the lady I told her I was like, look, I don't have experience in this, but I have this, this, and this, and I got certified in this. Okay. Do you want to work with me or not? Mm-hmm. And she was on some okay, you know what? I'm gonna give you a chance. So luckily for her, shout out to my old manager, I ain't gonna name her name, but <laughs> she she took a bet on me. But because of that, I was able to step into a new role at a big ass company yeah. and they're like okay cool you got this experience for six months that's great here you go you know so it's like it's a blessing but it's just like this isn't the direction of where I wanted my mm-hmm. career to go mm-hmm. but it's okay I'm gonna I'm I'm ride this one out for a mm-hmm. little bit until I can figure out mm-hmm. how I can manifest what it is that I'm good at what I'm passionate about and also turn that into like a career yes. I'm happy that you said that though because I needed to hear that like Cause like I don't have a job right now. Like I'm just kind of like freelancing and that shit is scary. Um, mm-hmm. And it's like, I'm so afraid of taking a job that like, I don't want to do. Yeah. Um, Because I just feel like at my age, I feel like I've wasted so much time, you know, like being in HR for several years and then, you know, coming to the realization of like, I don't want to do this. This is not my purpose. I need to stop running for my purpose. So it's like, that's why I moved to New York. But it's like now, like, I don't have a job and I'm just, you know, just trying to figure out like, what is like, what's the direction? Like, I'm really like, I feel like my word for 2019 is strategy. Mm. Like I want to make sure whatever move I make is strat like is strategic. strategic. Like I don't want to mm-hmm. just take a job just to say I'm in the industry. Like I want to make sure it's where I'm supposed to be, where my talents are being utilized. Because I feel like I have been in so many spaces that weren't cultivating my gifts. Mm-hmm. Um, but it's like you still got to start. Like you still got to go. Right. And it's like if I take a job, you know, doing social media. Like if I don't like it, like I can leave. If right. I take a producer job, like if I don't like it, I can leave. You're but not I'm just, committed to anything. Right. But I like what you said about how you just you just kind of had to just get in there and mm-hmm. just start. Because one thing I've noticed with some people in our age demo is like, well, I don't want to be nobody's assistant. I don't want to do this. I want to be a coordinator. But it's like you have to start somewhere. You, Unless you, you gotta, gotta assist somebody. You right. You you right. You not even thirty. You better assist somebody. You better get some coffee. <laughs> something. Something. Some something. 
Right. <laughs> At the beginning of the year, when I um, did an interview with Devon Franklin, he was talking about how, like, it's so important for us to be servants to other people. Mm-hmm. Like, we people forget, especially in our, in our generation, mm-hmm. they forget that. They just want to, oh, I do this, I'm mm-hmm. good at that. Give me to the top. I right. want to be the leader. And then right. be mad when, a, like, older people call us entitled. Right. Because you don't want to serve no damn right. body. Right. Child, you don't want to serve started. nobody. You don't want to do the work. Nothing. No, but, get started. Go off. Like, <laughs> like we need, like we need to read our generation for filth because yeah. it's re- it's stifling. Yeah, mm-hmm. it's definitely stifling, and it's you know social media definitely has a you know something to do with that. It's that instant gratification that social mm-hmm. media creates. Um, you looking for virality all the time, and you're not looking. Everybody wants a seat at the table. Nobody wants to talk about the work that it takes to stay at the table, Ooh. or even to get into the work, get into the room let alone having a seat at the table. It's like, right. you talk about, I want to see at the table, at the seat at the table, but have you done the work to stay there? Right. Have you even navigated or strategized your longevity to stay in that room? You know, like people think you can go viral and then, you know, boom, it's like overnight, but it's like, you have to have longevity. Like what Nip, what Nip said, like it's a marathon, it's not a sprint mm-hmm. and everybody wants to sprint. And it's because of that social, uh, social media culture and yeah. the instant gratification that creates, it takes work. Absolutely. It takes work. Like, if that's anything I learned from this program, you know, it takes work. Like, the rooms I've been in, the people I've connected with, nobody got that shit overnight. Right. Nobody. But it looks like it because social it media, like yeah. they're taking pictures in fucking coffee shops. Like, oh, I'm out mm-hmm. here hustling. They only going to show you what they want you to feel. Of course. Yes. Yeah. yeah. It's a curated experience. Yeah. Like, yeah. Mm-hmm. so, Trey, do you have, so I know that obviously you're a hustler, you have your own business. Is mm-hmm. it just you or you have a team that's helping you? It's just me. Wow. Yeah. I always think about having a team. Um, I think that'll that'll be next or soon because mm-hmm. you cannot do it all on your own. Yeah. And when I think about the, the people who are huge, they have an assistant and a social media person and right. somebody who edits their photos. Like, they have down to, like, you're sending me my picture to tell me if I like mm-hmm. it and then you up loaded yeah. like you know mm-hmm. and i think you can't you can't do it all right okay. i was about to say that <laughs> okay because people love to say you got the same 24 hours beyonce got right. bitch i don't have it's beyonce's the same. Right. i don't okay. have a glam team i don't have a trainer right. bitch. Okay. like she i don't have none crew. of that <laughs> 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 right. i'm out here by right. myself like, <laughs> <shit>. just me <laughs> help me nigga like, shit <laughs> It's hard. Oh, it you can't is. even draw my damn eyebrows on, nigga. Like, God I told damn. you I would help you with that. <laughs> right. Please, I told you I would help here. you. That's why I'm here. Anytime. Okay, all right. Okay. At least we, I can get that. We, yeah, we talked about that. <laughs> <laughs> but I, I do. I think it's important to, you know, have a team and let people help you. I mm-hmm. think a lot of a lot of things are like, no, we can do it on our own. Like, there's a meme. It's like, I'm so st- stubborn. I'm just let me do it on my own. Mm-hmm. Just forget it. I'll do it myself. Because you know what you like. You best. know what you like. You know how yeah. you want to look. Because there's yeah. nothing worse than when you let somebody take care of something mm-hmm. and then you have to just have to do, undo like, the work. Because still like, ain't what you wanted. You know? Right. Yeah. Right. But that's why it's so important to have a good team. Right. Because it's like everybody here at this table has leadership skills and we all have big dreams and we all have empires we want to create. We're not going to make them by ourselves, y'all. Right. Like you have to have a team. Right. You have to. You have to have good yeah, people in your circle there. so that you can have a good team. To, to level up. Mm-hmm. You, yeah, the level up. I think having a team puts you at a whole nother bracket. For sure. Mm-hmm. Yeah, there's so much more you can do when you have help. Right. Yeah, yeah, I think it's important. Yeah. Oh, my goodness. Mm-hmm. Wow. <laughs> so, <laughs> let's move on to something else. So, okay, so you told me, Trey, that you were having a hot girl summer this summer. Very hot. What's your hot girl summer look like? Listen, wait, okay. wait, 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 wait. Can we just push pause? Y'all heard that shit? <laughs> she went, very hot. Right. <laughs> 
think there was a hair flip in there, too. Oh, a, little like, bit, okay. a little bit. Very I tossed the 30 inches from one side <laughs> to the other. Listen, I just, I don't know. Something changed this year, and I just started going outside. I used to be in the house. Last summer, I would go to work and go home Uh and even work like a wedding, uh, somebody's makeup, somebody's eyebrows, whatever, and just go home. And like, I just wasn't outside. I wasn't doing nothing. And this summer, I was like, you know what? We going outside. And I've been outside and it's been lit. Just day parties, brunches, traveling. Like I said, I came to New York three times already in the past five months. And you got what? what, Like two more vacations lined up? Two more. I got two more vacations in the next month. Yeah. Right after each other. You're having a hot girl year. Okay. Okay. Right. Right. (laughs) I said I'm gonna get back on track though. Like, you know. Uh Like, listen uh, to her shit. Like, she having like a hot girl year and like, it makes me feel like I'll be having a broke bitch. No. No. (laughs) Stage. You're with me. You're with me. You're with me. (laughs) Broke bitch season. (laughs) We don't, we don't, we don't, we don't put that in, we don't speak that into existence. Right. We don't speak that into existence. Like, the more trade talk about she doing shit i'll be like my, my wallet be like Ooh. Ooh. damn you were swiping again no. shit like not no. even but it's just it's just been about just the same thing meg the stallion said just out here you uh-huh. know living your life unapologetically right just having fun not caring what nobody thinks about nothing mm-hmm. and i think i am turning 29 in september and I don't know if that has anything to do with it. That's like changing the way I think. Like, you know, we mm-hmm. I think a lot of times we think about what other people think and how people are going to react to. Like, I enjoy dancing, twerking, for the most part, uh-huh. on my Instagram. <laughs> and I feel like it is my Instagram. I'm allowed to do that. Uh-huh. And I feel like for so long I was like, no, it's a business page. Like, no, people want to see me. Right. So, you know, it's, let me show it leads them that. Back to that authenticity. Exactly. Relatable. Because right. people are like, girl, I like the city girls too. Right. Yeah, Act exactly. up. You could get uh. <laughs> They love it, you know? So yeah. I'm just having fun, I think more than anything, and not just like living carefree, like still working, pay, gotta pay my bills, but right. just having fun more than anything and not being so like worried about everything. And like, I like, go ahead, go ahead. No, I was gonna say, like, um, the founder of Ween, she told us, uh, she gave us some advice and she just was saying, like, the like your 20s are from your 20s are for hanging from chandeliers Mm -hmm. and it's like Mm -hmm. that really resonated with me like because i've always especially being from the south like you know just you're like more conservative up i don't want to make it sound like i'm like this southern belle because like new orleans is very like liberal yeah like it's very liberal to say it's still in the south but it's still in the south and my parents have always just always embedded in me from young of like you know your reputation is so precious and you have to treasure it and you have to protect it and blah 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 so it's like i i feel like i'm blossoming in my age Mm -hmm. like Mm -hmm. and i feel like i probably should have hit this like (laughs) maybe graduation of college but i feel like i'm just really starting to like embrace my body and wear like Mm -hmm. form-fitting clothes and just like embracing that like just part of my life Mm -hmm. like I, I yeah. We see you in the leopard print. Right. Girl, you know, you look she good. got this body okay. kind. Look. Floor length. Uh huh. And she pulled up with the shades look. too. Okay. Look. With the shades. Look. Shout Way out to snatched. Target for the new girdle. Because that's the only way I got in this goddamn dress. <laughs> well, drop the link. Right. Okay? <laughs> we need it. Okay. <laughs> so, what we going to do like when we can't say hot girl summer no more? Because, like, it's August. The summer about the end. I don't know. It's gonna be what we gonna call it? Are we still saying real high girl shit? Like we, we are. That's for life. Oh, okay. okay. I think so. <laughs> right? I think we need. Are you to with me? Are you with me? Are you with me, girl? <laughs> when 
Lions. Lions, are you with me? <laughs> Yo, I haven't <laughs> seen the movie, but that movie is not Lion King. It's not. That is Beyonce and them lions. Okay. okay. Wow. But it no, no. She King. only had like four lines. I'm sorry. Four. Four. <laughs> All they post on social media they is literally... Us. Her marketing. They made. They did that so that we would go see it. Wow! Exactly. I definitely went to see it because Beyonce was in. And it. she doesn't even have a big. She part has of four it. lines. And Simba. She sound, and she, she produced like Simba. the whole entire album. Right? She sang the whole entire. The, the whole her album. Lines. Her lines is a soundtrack. <laughs> they and I heard she still sound like she's from Houston. They said that she does. <laughs> somebody in the movie theater was like, because she was like, "Come on!" And somebody in the, <laughs> in the theater was like, oh, "That's Houston, right there. <laughs> That's it, right there." It's third ward. <laughs> I still haven't seen it. I, I still it's haven't so seen Lion cute. King. Yeah. It's so cute. It's cute. It's okay. not Lion King though. Did you see the meme where they change the eyes? Yeah, like, I did see that. <laughs> like you want them to have? They said the Disney princess eyes. Like no, it's supposed to be live action. Yeah. They're supposed to look like lions. But who requested live action movies? I just want to know why is this a thing? I know because I mean, you know they're playing on they're playing on our heartstrings. The nineties okay. kids. Are you guys born in the nineties? Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Nineties kids. They're playing on our heartstrings because it's like we grew up on that movie. So now, you know, yeah. that's who I think that's who it's for. I don't know why there were three year olds in the movie theater when I went to see it because you weren't even here. Right. This is not, you don't this know is not for you. This is not for three you. Three years ago was 2016. Okay. <laughs> you were not be kicking babies <laughs> out of the movie theater. It's not for them. <laughs> <laughs> Just like Incredibles 2, not for you. Right. You weren't here. That's not right. It's, it's right. Yeah, Little Mermaid, all of it. It's not for you. It's for us. Bruh. 90s babies. They supposed to be doing a live action of Hercules? Who oh. is asking for these? Yeah, no, I didn't ask for that. <laughs> okay, wait. Hold on now. We not oh, going shit on uh-oh, Hercules. Uh-oh. Listen, I love Hercules. <laughs> I think what my thing is, what my gripe is, is I love these Disney movies as cartoons. Let them stay there. Mm-hmm. We have this, like, idea nowadays where we want to remake shit. We want to revamp. We want to relaunch. I don't want mm-hmm. that. Like, mm-hmm. let... Let me enjoy this as it was, as a classic, and that's it. Okay, that's but. True. That's true. But. But what? Hercules, <laughs> the muses, as a as a, as a a brown girl, as okay. a black girl. Okay. I need to see that. And I need Amber Riley. Yes. I need Yolanda Adams. Okay. I need Fantasia. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Okay. <laughs> what y'all not going to do is? What y'all not going to do is? <laughs> You leave Tasia alone. All I can see is that she ain't got no parts. She got her and taking them damn shoes off. She ain't got no parts. She gotta read. Just let her sing them. Wow. You ain't shit. Wow. Just keep. Hey, they look. They cut. They cut Beyonce's reading parts down. They cut Tasia. Okay. Okay. Who your fourth? It's four of them or five? It's, I think it was five. Yeah, I think it was five. Oh man. I, we talked about this on my Instagram. I'm gonna just say maybe Mariah Carey. Okay. Mm-hmm. And then like you need one to like balance it out that like kind of could sing but kind of can't. So Maya. <laughs> <laughs> what? You can't have five powerhouses because they just gonna sound like yelling. So you gotta have somebody to, to be like. Oh. Yeah, yeah, like my like okay. Maya definitely had that role on Moulin Rouge. You're right. Like it was just like you know Christina was like, ah! and Maya's like. Uh-huh. Okay, she knew her role, but um, I'm gonna switch out Yolanda for Jasmine Sullivan. How you Ooh. gonna take the Jesus out of the muses? Who gonna mm. lead the muses? I feel like Yolanda's the lead. 
She's the one that had like the big hair. Okay, well, I'm taking out Fantasia for Jasmine Phillips. I, I can respect that. Okay. I like Jasmine. Yeah, I can see that. I like Jasmine. Yeah. Wait, weren't those um what, what were they called again? The muses. muses. The muses. Weren't they like purple? No. No, nah, that what? was the growth sisters. On <laughs> <laughs> a proud family. Got it out. <laughs> no, I swear there's a Disney movie where they're is it Hercules? No. There is a Disney movie where there are brown women. It's supposed to be brown women. They purple. <laughs> If you're listening, I know. Look, please, right. tell me what Where it is. We, right, we need to know. <laughs> is it a, no, it's, I can't think of it. I swear to God, it is not right, the proud family. I'm gonna do my Google real quick. <laughs> this bitch is called the grossest music. <laughs> I swear to God, it's something else. <sighs> okay, so wait, can we just can we just clarify? I need the Bonnets and Durags family to to clarify this for me. Were the gross sisters blue because they were so black that they was blue, or was it because they were ashy? <laughs> Apparently, it's because they were ashy. But okay. ash don't make you blue. That's what I'm saying. So I felt like they were so black that they was blue. Yeah, that's what I. Damn. That's what I originally thought. I need to look up like all the producers of the Proud Family because that was, that was that's cool. real nigga shit. Yeah, that it was on. <laughs> that was a real ass nigga show on that on that channel. Hey, who on the, I got nothing. What white person no, no. on the Disney team cleared these three <laughs> blue? Characters, right? And like, didn't question it. You right. know what I'm saying? Like, why are they blue? Like, and why were they called gross? Wait, were they blue? They were definitely yeah, they were blue. blue. They were oh, okay. a light blue. Okay, mm-hmm. okay. But I mm-hmm. think it was because they were so they ashy. Because they were like the bullies, right? Yeah, they were the bullies. Yeah, yeah. I miss that show. Wow. That show was lit. That yeah, was I feel lit. like my Dijon like my Ash. mom used to watch that with me. Mm-hmm. Yeah, mine too. Yeah, mm-hmm. like y'all remember that lineup? That golden lineup? It was like smart guy. Sister, sister, yes. Yes. the proud family, and then Vanessa Raven. Yeah, like that was like the littest like, two hours oh, after yes. my school. Yes. Yes. yes, I missed that. And you know what UPN, else I love right? too? No, 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 it was no, no. on Disney. Disney. Oh, UPN. Oh, one on one. UPN was one on one. Moesha. Moesha. What was right. that other show? The two sisters, half and half. Yeah, sister, sister was on Disney. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Okay. I don't. I think it was on the CW when it first came out, oh, okay. and then Disney bought they picked it the up. rights okay. to them. Mm-hmm. Smart guy was lit. Smart guy was lit. Love He's smart, a guy. smart guy. I miss black content like that. Okay. Like, we don't have like no. sitcoms and shows mm-hmm. like that anymore. Blackish is good though. You like blackish? Um, I do. Yeah. I just I don't watch it like that. All right, I stopped. Mm-hmm. I don't I watched it for a little bit. Yeah, I watched like two episodes, and then I just couldn't get into it. Like I respect it and. I wanted to do well, but I just could never get Anthony Anderson and Tracy Ellis Ross as a couple. Together, like it, right? it, it was not never believable. believable. Yeah. yeah, and they're not even like not even that I'm looking for this, but it's like they're not even intimate enough mm-hmm. for it to even seem like right. their family. And mm-hmm. also, they had the baby, and the baby barely ever in the show, but they always <laughs> going somewhere, and doing something, going on a date. And it's like where is the right. child? Right. <laughs> right, who's watching the child? Right. <laughs> What did they want his name to be? Oh my god! <laughs> it was like a black name, and like like a Deontay rainbow fought Deontay. Rainbow fought him Deontay? on it so hard. It was Deon Devonte. 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 Yeah, yeah. yeah. She fought him on it so hard. That's very black. Yeah. yeah. That Tyrone. <laughs> yeah, it's black ass name. You know somebody named Tyrone? I feel like we all know. Yeah, it's like an old Tyrone. name. I only knew my neighbor when I grew up. Oh, okay. His name was Tyrone. Yeah, my older cousin name was Tyrone. My mm-hmm. seventh grade crush name was Tyrone. Okay. I love me some Tyrone. Okay. I don't know what he looked like now. <laughs> right. right. Where is Tyrone now? Now? Things change. <laughs> Things change. On the next episode of Bonnet and Right. <laughs> we 
we've got Tyrone. <laughs> Where are they now? Right. <laughs> I would actually love to do that. Yeah. I like I at one point I wanted to do an episode of my ex because remember the video of like the the guy and a girl and they were both like sitting in front of each other yeah. and he was admitting that he was cheating on her and yes. stuff. You yeah. remember that? I remember what channel that it came on. It was something on. Bay. Yeah. 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 Hurt Bay. Hurt Bay. I was yes. so inspired. I was like, let me get my ex up on the show. <laughs> oh, Lord. What would you talk about? I don't, I don't know. I, I don't guess know. I just wanted to like have some sort of like closure. Okay. Because our ba- breakup was bad. Okay. But I just wanted to just kind of like make peace. Don't okay. call me for that show because I'm no. not talking to my ex. She, Fuck yeah. that nigga. Yeah. <laughs> You're not coming. Big mood. <laughs> She's not coming. I'm not coming. Okay. <laughs> Period. Okay. I ain't doing social media for that bitch. Okay. <laughs> I ain't commenting on that shit. <laughs> Fuck that whole show. Sorry, Simone. Throw the whole show away. <laughs> <laughs> Nigga, damn. Okay. Okay. <laughs> Wait, okay. So, speaking of that, so tell me about your love lives. Like, what does that look like for you right now? What love life? Huh? <laughs> What's that? Huh? <laughs> what? Girl, don't even start because I know you went on a couple days when we first moved here. When you first moved here, this girl was sending me fucking like pictures of Tinder niggas. Did you like, see the one weeks. I drew on? <laughs> the one? Did you, did you see the one I drew on? No. She didn't show you? No, she didn't. How dare you not show my artwork? <laughs> Let me find it. Okay. Yes, please. Okay. So, okay. I am, I'm not big on like dating apps. But like I feel like it's very conven- a very convenient way to meet people. Yeah. So I've used them, and like I will I would be lying if I said I didn't meet some nice guys. But it's just like I don't know. I'm just trying to focus on myself. But it's like I'm trying to like make sure I don't like become a recluse mm-hmm. and like always stay in and like not go on dates. But it's like at the same time I'm just I'm very big on like chemistry, and it's just like I don't know like. It, the chemistry got to be off the charts for me to, like, actually invest my time in you because I have so much to do and I'm very, mm-hmm. very busy. Mm-hmm. So I just, I don't know. Like, I've met some nice guys, but this one that Trey about to show you. <laughs> let me see. And look. So this is him. Be- Okay. Before, let me just. Twice. No, Twice. you did not show me this Twice. person. But okay. Okay. I was literally just talking to him earlier. <laughs> oh, you know him. Uh-oh, uh-oh. Okay. You should swipe. Okay, so like, I'll swipe, I'll swipe. So just as a, a prelude, I like bigger dudes. Because, uh-huh. like, look, I, last time I stepped on the scale, I was about 235. So, you know, I need you to be bigger than that. Yeah. Uh-huh. So that you can make me look smaller. Right. Now, mm-hmm. I don't want you to be too skinny because then we're going to look like the number 10. And I don't, <laughs> don't want to be the zero and you be the one. Like... <laughs> That's not that's not good. <laughs> I don't need for you to like go to wrap your arms around my waist and then your hands don't touch. Then I'm gonna feel real fat. Like okay. I don't I okay. don't need you to do that. And so like I like bigger dudes, but I need you to carry your weight well. Okay. Baby boy right there needs <laughs> and what? What if he needs? I'm not saying what he needs. <laughs> <laughs> I'm letting you say what he needs. Wait, I'm trying to <laughs> Y'all trade. Let me tell you Maybe, right. Let maybe me t- like a. I'm gonna go with a no, double D. Wait, wait. <laughs> I'm gonna go you with the double show D. Me this court I knew it. Right. Yeah. You. I knew she shared my artwork. Maybe a double D 
we can see what they have at you are y'all let me hell. tell y'all how ancient trey is she literally <laughs> told me she was like she can we Uh-oh. get candy for a moment she was like if say? you <laughs> fuck that nigga i'm gonna clown you for the rest of your life <laughs> you're never and ever then, gonna live it down and then on top of that if y'all become an item and you don't go buy him a bra i'm a clown you for the rest of your life <laughs> Because you an ancient girlfriend for letting your nigga walk around with no bra. Trey. That's what I don't remember me. that part. Y'all, I don't remember that last Trey part. is very mean. I, I just want to point that out. Part. I don't remember the last part. But, oh, but you, I don't, did you don't say, recall. I did say that no. So you haven't been on a date with him yet? Don't put that yet there. Oh, I'm just, well, I'm just asking. Like, you haven't been on no. a date with him. And you don't plan on it. No. Okay. Mm. No, I don't think you should. Um, <laughs> Let me know like really she feel. said, carry it well. I think that's important. Yeah. yeah. As women who are plus size, yes. we carry ourselves very well. Uh-huh. They should do the same. Yeah. yeah. You're okay? right. You're right. Don't be, don't be, be sloppy. Here. Like, you can be a bigger dude. Like, Because, look. Yes. Yeah. I need you to look cornbread They fit. got it. <laughs> like, they got it. I don't need you to look like you missing any. Because if you look like you miss meals. You cannot fuck with me because I like to eat. Yeah. So what the fuck I look like with you and you look like you missing right. meals. And be like, damn, nigga, she eating all your food? Like, no. Like, <laughs> <laughs> I need to look eat. <laughs> because I work out, whenever I do get in a relationship, you need to be someone who works out. Okay. I'm not going to be eating what I meal prepped and you bring in Jack in a Box. Right. That's mm. not going to work. Yeah. Like. You need to be at the gym with me, and then we meal prep together. Or I'll, I'll look, look. I'll meal prep for you. Oh, okay, yeah. okay, Ooh. okay. Ooh. You heard that, fella? Okay. Get you and me, right? Hmm. She okay. said she make her own bread and she make her own meals and did. <laughs> <laughs> but y'all, y'all know what's funny though. Like, first of all, me moving to New York, I drop mad weight. Like yes. all this walking. <laughs> it got a bit snatched. I'm just saying, <laughs> but like. I like what really got me like wanting to just take care of better care better care of my body like as I started to get older I was just like calling like especially with my last relationship because we were together for a long time like I thought I was gonna marry that dude and I'm just thinking like if you 250 and then you like get married have a baby you're gonna gain weight when you're Mm -hmm. pregnant I'm not trying to walk around 325 pounds pregnant like that scared me yeah like just the thought of being that heavy pregnant scared me like i need to be the weight i am now yeah pregnant so something had to give <laughs> like i nothing sounds fun about being a 300 Girl, pound pregnant so woman. Right. i'm like did you just add 75 pounds but i don't know i'm just saying i don't want to be no fatter than what i am now no I feel you're you. not even I feel fat you. i feel you so you're Tell not to the scale you're not <laughs> you're not you're whose not. scale the doctor right. look i don't i don't do that the scale u.s stuff. standard me my scale. i don't go mm-hmm. on the scale unless i'm going to a doctor and they tell me and i don't know like, oh i'm this okay great Thanks. i'm not looking don't tell me, me. i don't want to know i'm gonna tell you. i know i i think it was the last time i went to the doctor i they said i was 200 pounds and i don't even feel it exactly <laughs> like, and you don't I'm look you pounds? don't look 200 I pounds all no, five exactly <laughs> Are you 5'2"? I'm 5'2". Y'all, wait. Can we just talk about that meme that Simone posted when it's like, when you want to be a stallion, but you like feel like a pony or some shit? And she That was me. And then I learned, my audience told me, it's called a Falabella. And I was like, oh, I'm a Falabella then. Oh, it's a thing. It's a thing. Oh, Miniature okay. pony. Like, there, it's like something wrong with the genetics. And they don't get many All right. All right. So, Moni the Pony in the okay, building. Okay. 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 <laughs> <laughs> that was me. <laughs> oh, shit. When you 
want to be a hottie, but you not tall enough. Somebody actually messaged me and fed Trey the pony. And I said, hmm. You're tall enough. Hello? Apparently, people think I'm 5'4". How on my Instagram, I'm five seven. That's tall, right? I I told Cortland we're the oh, same. <laughs> right, I told Cortland we're the, the same the height. The pony is <laughs> that like, Oh, you're tall. <laughs> <laughs> then me, you gotta- <laughs> right. right? And I'm like, girl, not a pony. She's like, uh, in my head, you're short. And I'm like, uh, girl, I'm a whole five seven oh, out here. Man. Okay. The Megan the Stallion's like six. She's feet. almost six fucking foot. That's okay, she's, she's real life stallion. She I, yeah, really Google is. it. She's five ten actually. That's yeah, crazy. yeah. I would yeah. be so intimidated, right? But right? Because I only like tall guys. Stallion. She's gorgeous. Yeah, gorgeous. Love her. You said you don't like tall. I guys? only like tall. Oh, guys. I'm about to say who yeah. says they don't. Oh, right? Who? <laughs> wait, can we talk about that right. for a second? Why is it that short dudes always want tall women? Always. They do. You, yeah. yeah, it's like a Napoleon complex. Bruh, I don't need you to feel like you want to climb me. Yeah. I'm not to be it's climbed. A, I think it's a fetish, honestly. <laughs> I'm, I'm not to be climbed. <laughs> if you got to get a running start to hug me, nigga. Oh, no. Go oh, away. no. Like, literally go away. Oh, no. Oh, my God. And that's another thing. Go back to the dating apps. Like, I feel like only short guys are on dating apps. Yeah. Because when you're tall, I feel like when you're tall. <laughs> so you have you dating problems. And they be lying about their height. <laughs> if they say they're 5'9, they're, they're five. not. Take off three or four inches. Yeah, okay? three or four inches. They're not. Mm-mm. They really 5'5. Five, five, like, if, just you be sit down, if you sit down on your knees, not in your chest, you're too short. Listen, <laughs> more than anything, confidence is going to take you a long way. Okay? You're you better right. own that 5'2 right. and 5'3. Right. So, if a confident 5'3 dude walked in here right now, Okay. <laughs> Hi. <laughs> okay. <laughs> okay. I really feel like sometimes women may be blocking their blessings based on if the Hello, look, I have a friend. Love her. She we just talked about this. I her husband this is shorter than her. We just had this conversation. Her husband's shorter than her. Her husband? Wow. Yeah. And she's like, when I stop thinking about the image aspect of it. She's like, my husband is my best friend. Aww. Like, we have so much fun together. He gets me. Like, it's just, she's like, I stopped thinking about all the everything. Yeah. The I mean, aesthetic or whatever. Exactly. Because yeah. she's like, that's going to go away. So she's like, you want a fine ass nigga that's going to treat you like shit? That's, yo, that's always But been why the thing. can't I have a fine ass nigga that doesn't treat me like shit? Is it like, am <laughs> I, mean, I asking too can, much? No, but, you're not. Like, because, okay, because real no. shit, I'm a fine ass bitch that's not going to treat you like shit. So <laughs> right. why can't I have a right. fine ass nigga that's right. not going to treat me like shit? Because those fine ass niggas either. One ain't checking for us. Mm-hmm. Two gonna treat you like shit because they know what they can get away with. <gasps> or three, they gay. So like, well, or all the above. There you go. But <laughs> if you a fine ass bisexual dude right now, you are winning, my right? Like, you are. Get you get both. First of all, you're both. greedy, and I want to call you out. <laughs> right. You get all Same. the fine men and fine women. That's not for us. Right. Right. Shit's not right. I know. It's not fair. It's not. It's not not fair. It's so funny because I think, what was it, like last year people were talking about something. I need me a medium ugly nigga. And it's like, what is a medium ugly? That's what I like. That's my type. That that literally one of my friends says that too. It's like, I want somebody that I think is attractive, but somebody else might be like, "Mm, they're okay. Mm -hmm. I don't give a fuck because that means you ain't looking at them. Mm -hmm. (laughs) My man is fine to me, and that's it. That's all that matters. (laughs) Right. Okay. I like it. I need me a (laughs) sick. Six. Okay. <laughs> Damn, a, six. a 
Okay, no, that's low. That's low. right. No, that's not, a six not. is low. That's kind of funny. I, look, I would say look. like a six. Like no. that made me feel like you look like you got hit in the face with a sack of nickels. Like you. <laughs> six is low. What? So what's a four then? <laughs> Girl. <laughs> <laughs> Wow! <laughs> Look, medium ugly is what a seven, seven eight, seven half, seven, seven and a half, half and eight. eight. Yep. Like you said, I I like it. Mm-hmm. You know, it's mm-hmm. what I like, and I think more than anything, confidence and personality is Absolutely. so important. That drives you to a ten. Okay. Easily. Because and if you can make me laugh, ooh, that's twelve. Because don't be fine and not twelve. funny. <laughs> a twelve. <laughs> Don't be All fine. Right, right. <laughs> fine with an ugly personality. It, it means nothing. It, I learned that as I got older. Because, mm-hmm. you know, in high school, we always used to be fiending for mm-hmm. the cute little light-skinned guy right. or whatever. That means nothing. That was never my thing, but okay. <laughs> but you know what I mean. No, like, yeah. the idea of, like, <laughs> yeah, no, yeah. who everybody wanted. Right, exactly. That, exactly. that one guy. Exactly. That mean, it means absolutely nothing. Right. Like, I get everything y'all saying, but, like, I still want my fine-ass nigga that's funny and that treats me well. Like I, I mean, he coming. Right. And just because Girl, is he- <laughs> God is preparing for okay, you right now. Patience, okay. okay. Yeah, hold job. your horses. When is your time? Heidi, right? And look, he know you busy, right? You said you busy. Yeah. So shit. you ain't got time. I mean, anyway. I could, I could unbusy myself. <laughs> if that's if what, the right one. If, if that's what's holding me back, Lord, I'm unemployed, Lord. So I'm really not busy right now. If you want to send him my way. <laughs> If that's what we doing, Lord. Lord. If that's the wall that's blocking my blessing, (laughs) a bitch is unemployed, so I have plenty of time. Right now. Right now. Right now. This is the first look question. When's the last time y'all had sex? Damn, some old. The last time out. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> well, I might be saying too much. We'll say we'll go with uh, June. June. Why are you saying you saying too much? Because it was the last time I was here. Oh, hold on <laughs> now. You really back? <laughs> Sips when right? Without saying too many details, how did that come into fruition? Just a friend. Mm-hmm. He's just she a friend. He's just a friend. Mm-hmm. That's it. Where you meet him at? Social media. Mm-hmm. We've known each other for a while. <laughs> hey, hey, second time I want to know. She judging the fuck out of you right now. <laughs> <laughs> We've known hey, each other for a face. while. Look at her face. She judging the fuck out of you right now. No, she loves me. She loves right, me. Right, right. Yeah, no judgment. No you know, judgment. You know, it's, it's cool. Okay. Yeah. Was it great? It was nice. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> nice. Um, what is it? Was it? Nice. It's what it was. August. It's August right now. Yeah. Oh, yeah. August twenty nineteen. Yeah, like June, May twenty eighteen. Wow, over a year. Yeah. yeah. Yo. Yeah. I've waited that long before, though. Do you? It's not that hard, though. No. Is it hard? I mean, I'm, I'm <laughs> okay. Some dick would be nice. <laughs> <laughs> Look, don't you ever but, feel like you just need right. like a little dick me up? Like, yes. Just, oh, just a little definitely. Yes. Little Dev- okay, but like real, sh- like real shit. Like, I, I was a person like I was trying to wait till marriage. Like mm-hmm. me and my ex waited like over two years because I was adamant about waiting, and then we didn't. And then like afterwards, like once we broke up, like I just I'm very very protective of my body. Like I just I can't fuck nobody I'm not in love with. Like mm-hmm. I just I literally can't. Mm-hmm. Like there's been times I almost worked up myself too, but. 
I just I just can't. Like I I know I'm going to regret it afterwards, so I just don't. Mm-hmm. That's how I always look at it. Every time I like, I'm just like, yeah. no, you're gonna regret it. You're gonna be pissed. So don't do it. Okay. I never regret it. Really? That's mm-hmm. good. Yeah. I'm gonna live through you. I think it's because I if I'm gonna do it, it's because I wanted to do it. You know, I'm mm-hmm. not just gonna do it because you somebody's said. forcing you. Right. Yeah. Right. I'm big on soul ties, mm-hmm. and I feel like yeah. if I don't know you well enough. I, I, I mean, I'm not just out here with I, anybody. I mean, yeah, I, I, I know. Yeah, I know. I know, friend. My friend is not a hoe. I'm aware. Thank you. But, no, I'm really big on soul ties. So, it's just like, I feel like I have to know you very well. I have to know what type of energy that I'm exchanging with you. Like, I, I, like I just can't. Mm-hmm. I just can't. I feel like I'm very hyper. Like, spiritually, I'm very hypersensitive to a lot of things. So, I just feel like a soul tie is going to affect me way more than it made other people because they're not even thinking about it. Mm-hmm. Almost kind of like ignorance is bliss type of thing. Cause like, I'm like already thinking about it. Like I'm going into this knowing we're going to have a soul tie. So I just feel like any bad shit that happened to me, I've been like, fuck, I should not have fucked that nigga. Like mm-hmm. he didn't fuck <laughs> all my shit up. Like, <laughs> no, I can't. No, I can't. I, feel that. I can't. I really feel that. You're right. Speaking of spirituality. So what has your spiritual journey been like recently? Oof. Um, I have a very old soul. Like, y'all both know that because y'all are my friends. I'm pretty sure Johnson and his old ass has had a lot to contribute to that. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm the friend that people come to for spiritual advice and to be pray to pray with, to pray over. Um, so I'm that friend and I take a lot of pride in being that friend. Um, but I struggle pouring into myself, which is why I take pride in having a circle as strong as I do, including both of y'all, because I know, like, I can call. I have, I know I have at least six people I could call right now that, like, if I needed to pray with them, they going to answer the phone and pray for me. Mm-hmm. Um, and that's so, so important, especially being out here, like, in this transition of moving into the city. Like, just being so scared, being so scared and just needing a constant refill because I feel like I've been a place where I've been kind of, like, running on spiritual fumes and – I guess I'll explain that because y'all know what that means because yeah. I've said that to mm-hmm. y'all before. But I just feel like <clears throat> when you get to a place where, you know, stuff doesn't feel right and you just feel empty, you feel like you're running on fumes, like you have to kind of have that check to yourself. Like, when's the last time I read my Bible? When was the last time I prayed? When was the last time I listened to a sermon? And then when you go down that list and you realize, like, you haven't done any of that in, like, two weeks, well, like, yeah, that's why your head fucked up because you're running on spiritual fumes. You know, you would never... The way I like to describe it to people is you would never eat once every two weeks, right? Because you would starve yourself. Mm-hmm. Your spirit is the same way. You can't think you're going to pray once every two weeks and be okay and be spiritually. Yeah. <laughs> you're malnourished. Yeah. So, um, that's a good way to look at it. Yeah. And I, um, being like back home, being, you know, having that comfortable nine to five job or whatever, living at home having a car or whatever, not having to deal with any of the things I deal with here in New York. I used to wonder, like, dang, like, how is it that people, like, how is it people don't have, like, close relationships with God? Like, how is that possible? Like, I'm just like, I talk to God all the time. And then, like, you move to this place where you're so busy and you're constantly on the go. And I'm just like, damn, I see why it is hard to, in these big cities of keeping yourself spiritually nourished because you're constantly on the go. But Mm -hmm. you have to find ways to make your prayer closets. Like, I have a tab on my phone um, in my notes of just, like, subway prayers. 
Cause like you have to find ways to be alone, especially like in this city, like we all got roommates and stuff like that. Like it's hard to like, you can't just like walk in your apartment and just lay out on the floor and just Jesus take it all. Mm-hmm. Like take it to the King Lord. Like you can't, <laughs> you can't do that here. Cause like you have, there's always somebody home or whatever. So it's like, you have to find your prayer closets, whether that's writing, you know, just typing your prayers in your phone or, you know, going into the bathroom, bathroom stalls make great prayer closets because you have to find telling me that yeah like it's true though like sometimes you just need to be like okay i'm gonna step away from my desk and go to the bathroom for 10 minutes and i need i need to pray like i need to feel my spirit so my spiritual journey lately has been me trying to keep the foundation that i built for myself spiritually at home and finding ways to implement it here Mm-hmm. Because the lifestyle is different. That's beautiful. I've been meaning to scroll up in our like conversation thread. There's a, um, I think it was a a, a sermon by Michael, uh, Pastor Michael Todd, mm-hmm. where you were like he was laying out something where like you wrote like you wrote out like this excerpt and it was like yeah. a fill in the blank. Can you tell like tell me what that was again so I can make sure I go home and do okay, it. Okay, so y'all, it's the <clears throat> it's the marked series by Pastor Michael Todd. Um, he has Transformation Church in uh, Tulsa, Oklahoma. And, y'all, I'm very big on Sarah Dix Roberts and Michael Todd. Mm-hmm. Like, those are, I consider those my pastors because I feel like they speak to our generation. And especially Sarah Jake, she speaks to the, like, millennial audience who wants to be in our industries. Mm-hmm. So I really, really love her because um, she talks about how, like, you know, you're supposed to be a light, not something that turns people away. Because you want to be in that industry to to implement that light. But yeah, Michael Todd, he has a series called Marked and it's like it's like a ten sermon 10, series. Yep. But y'all, it's so worth it's it. It's so good. It's so worth it. And you know, it I've already I was hooked on Michael Todd before that series, but it just it truly spoke to me, especially again, like how we was talking earlier about how you want to to talk to people or connect with people while they're going through the journey and not just when they've made it. And that series talks about how people who are marked by God and have these big dreams and big ambitions, but you just don't feel good enough or you feel vulnerable or you don't feel qualified enough. But at the end of the day, all that self-doubt, you're still marked. Mm -hmm. And that's what that series talked about. And I think it's either eight or nine, but he did a, he, it's a, it's an expert. It's an excerpt of a sermon and um, he made you make it a personalized verse, but it talks about David and Goliath in some, I think it's, I think it's first Samuel, Lord. Don't make me lie on the Lord, but uh, I think it's first <laughs> Samuel, and it talks about David and how like he was only equipped with you know like a slingshot in his faith, and he still was able to defeat the giant of Goliath. And so like Michael Todd in the sermon encourages you to make it your own, um, make it your own. So like, what are the two things that you're equipped with that people feel like isn't good enough to actually do what you want to do? So like my mine was like, and then Cortland equipped only with a great personality and an insatiable desire to uplift others ended up creating um, a best-selling devotional for creatives or something like that. Um, Cause that's one thing I, I am working on a devotional for creatives. Cause I feel like it's needed and that audience is rarely spoken to mm-hmm. outside of Sarah mm-hmm. Dix Roberts. That's why I love Sarah Dix Roberts. Cause I feel like she's the only person that speaks to that audience. Um, but yeah, it's, it's the power of affirmation. And I like, I wrote it on a dry erase board and I have it in my room. So when I wake up every morning, I can roll over and read it. And um, I vowed to myself before I, like, embarked on this journey, especially before Ween, that um, that I knew what I wanted to do is to create a safe space for black millennials, urban 
millennials to have those conversations about spirituality and be transparent and be vulnerable and feed their spirits. And then I vowed to myself to to call out the lies of the enemy whenever he makes me feel like I'm not worthy of fulfilling that. Mm. And I like two weeks ago, I definitely had a breakdown and like I was praying and I just like God was like, read your affirmations, like literally what you wrote on a dry erase board and it brought me back like just that quick. And it's just so true. Like people say that all the time. Like you, like it's a buzzword. Affirmations. It mm-hmm. literally is a buzzword. But y'all, it's real. Like you need it. Like we go out into this world and we feel so vulnerable, and you know, we we beat. We feel like we're beat down, and that's what Michael Todd talks about in Mark too. Is just like if you don't put on your armor, of God, every morning before you wake up, because like the devil got his plan when he wake. Like when like when you wake up, the devil already got everything lined out for the day of what he gonna do to fuck your day up. Mm-hmm. So if you don't put on your armor, if you don't if you don't have your spiritual toolbox ready to reach in to defend yourself from whatever the lies of the enemy that he's about to about to throw at you for that day, of course when the day's over, you're gonna feel defeated. Cause you went out vulnerable as hell. Mm-hmm. That's like going into a battle with no gun, no weapon, no shield, no nothing, and you mad you got shot. Well, nigga, you went out there with nothing. Right. So of course you're gonna feel like shit when you come back. So it's just that is very, very real and it's just like about equipping yourself and believing in the midst of everything that you are still marked by God and that you have a void in this earth to fill. And the power of constantly affirming that to yourself is just, it's incredible. Cause I'm, I'm frustrated. Like I, I struggle to still verbalize what it is I actually want to do in this world, what position I want to, what my, I would want my TV show to be. But I know I'm frustrated because I can't look to my left and my right and see what it is I want to be because mm-hmm. it's a void I'm called to fill. Mm-hmm. I can't Google what I want to be. Right, you create it. I'm going to create it. Mm-hmm. But it's like you have to shift your perspective and find honor in the fact that you're called to create it instead of being frustrated that you can't see it. Mm-hmm. So, Oh, that was oh good. word, yes. Yeah, I like that. Let's clap it Sips up. Wine. Okay, let's clap it up. Yes, <laughs> sip that wine because you babysitting. Right. right. <laughs> I didn't knock my cup over. Right. I'm like, is the bottle empty? <laughs> the bottle gone? <laughs> Ain't no more wine, sis. <laughs> Give me your cup, sis. I'm going to pour you up some. You are a real one. <laughs> Look, I got a business meeting in the morning. I'm trying to secure the bag. Okay. I can't even okay. this. I hear it. No, but that testimony is absolutely beautiful. So with your, what you've affirmed, what have you manifested so far? (sighs) If you have manifested anything. I mean, I feel like at the beginning of last year, I told myself I was going to bring in 2019 in either LA or New York. And I didn't move till March of 2019, but I still feel like I kept my word to myself because I actually did it. Um, by myself not having any family here in new york and um stepping out on faith like and actually doing it like the reason i moved was because like i was like people always say like they want to move but they get scared right and Mm -hmm. they just feel like well what if this happens or what if this happens and blah 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 and it like intimidates them i moved because the what if i never tried started to scare me more and i feel like that's what i manifested like me actually trying and saying, you know what? If it doesn't work, you know what I'm gonna do. If I like, I told myself worst case scenario, and a mentor of my mind of mine told me this as well. She was like, worst case scenario, like you go to New York, you lose all your money, your credit shot, you get evicted from your apartment. What you gonna do? Come back home, live with your parents, and work an HR job that you hate, which is exactly what you're doing now. 
you don't have anything Ooh. to lose so just go so that's what i told myself like if i go to new york and i lose all my money and my credit be shot what i'm gonna do i'm gonna pack my shit and i'm gonna bring my black ass home <laughs> right. and yeah. i'm gonna figure something else out like right. i am a beautiful intelligent charismatic educated black woman that i can do whatever the fuck i want to do right you fan. can be whatever you want to be and it's just like we don't give ourselves enough grace to fuck up mm-hmm. like it's your life it's literally your life. You only get one. And a thing I tell myself is when I die, I want to die empty. Every idea I've had, anything I wanted to manifest, any place I wanted to go, any person I wanted to bless, anything mm-hmm. I wanted to create, I want to have at least tried it. Mm-hmm. I want to die empty. And you deserve that to yourself. But guess what? You're not going to die empty if you're too afraid to actually try and fuck up. Okay. Ooh. You know what I'm saying? Like, and you deserve that. Nobody ever say we have to be perfect in life. Nobody ever said that. We tell that to ourselves. But you only have one life. It's not your, it's not your parents' life. It's not your spouse's life. It's not your family's life. It's your life. You have to give yourself grace to try and be afraid to fail. Like, not be afraid to fail. Mm-hmm. Like, you have to do that. And that's what I'm doing now. Like, I believe it's going to work out. I truly believe I'm going to be like the millennial Oprah or Iyanla. But, mm-hmm. like... Worst case scenario, if that shit don't happen, I'm going to pack my shit, I'm going to go home, and I'm going to go do something else and be a boss-ass bitch at that. Like, mm-hmm. I played it safe and did well. Mm-hmm. Right. Now it's time for me to not play it safe and do well. Right. Ooh. That part. Yes, another clap. Oh, my okay. God, y'all. I actually don't think I've even clapped on this damn show. <laughs> <laughs> Today. No, but you are, you're really speaking a word, and yeah. I'm really inspired by what you're saying. Yeah. And that it's, this is a message that everyone needs to hear yeah. mm-hmm. because you're right like fear holds us back mm-hmm. it's we, crippling it's it so paralyzes crippling. your faith sure does it literally puts you in a paralysis of your faith right and it's like especially like if you like if you are a person who has a relationship with god like you have to tell yourself what is the purpose of me having a relationship with god if i'm constantly living in fear yeah like what's the purpose you literally not even like reaping the benefits of being a child of god mm-hmm. like he constantly assures us that he has you like, anything that you want to do, y'all, if you feel like God is leading you in any type of direction, you have to remember, whether it's scary or not, provision comes with it. Like, provision comes with God's promise. Like, me moving to New York, I didn't have a job lined up. I literally got a job. I got accepted into the wing program six days after I moved and then got a job six days after that, a temp job. Like, and I have not had to want for anything mm-hmm. while I was here. Mm-hmm. I ain't balling, but still low-key kind of broke. But I'm okay. <laughs> like, I'm okay. Right. Yeah, like, okay. I'm okay. Like, and it's because of the provision that has came with me moving in a direction. You have to just be in alignment with what you are supposed to do. And once you're in alignment, God will not put anything on your heart that he is not going to make sure you can actually go through with. Like, because why would he do that? Why would he put something on your heart for you to fulfill and not make sure you can actually carry it out his provision comes with it so i just try to tell people because a lot of people like ever ever since i've moved like people tell me like you know i want to move or i want to do this and i'm too scared just do it Mm -hmm. like literally just do it just try i rather try and fail than have never tried at all because i'm not spending the rest of my life figuring well well, i wonder if i would have done this right you know what it's like to play play safe you get a nine to five anytime right you could do that. You have a degree. You could literally get a, any job anytime. Yeah. But have you at least tried to do what you feel like you are supposed to do? Okay. That's what I would encourage anybody okay. who wants to do that. When I quit my retail job that I worked at for five years, I had two weddings booked for the entire year. And I left in like a April. 
Wow. And I was like, listen, I hate it. I hate coming here. I don't want to be here. I, I can't do it no more. I had two weddings booked. That's like no money. That's yeah. like no, that's not enough money for the year. When you uh-huh. told me that shit, Trey, I was just like, yes, like that's mm-hmm. what you're supposed to do. And you didn't that's tell so your parents. Scary. Oh, yeah, no, that was out. Because my so mom would have tried to talk me out of it. Right. Uh-huh. And my sister, to- I told my sister, my sister told my dad. My dad called me <laughs> acting like he didn't know. <laughs> so, sister, I know you told. Uh- <laughs> Three years later. It's cool. It's cool because they're proud, you know. But I had two weddings booked. I was scared. It took me three years to actually leave. But I I, I decided that my happiness was more important yeah. and that I was going to figure it out. If you're a hustler, you're going to figure it out. Yeah. And if you want it, you're going to figure it out. Like, I don't want to be broke, so I'm going to figure it out. Yeah. You know? That's so scary, though. It is. Y'all are it dragging is. me it is. right now. Like, <laughs> a little bit. But yeah. you did but it, But you too. can do it. And you did it. Yeah, but I did it because I was safe with a salary mm-hmm. job. Mm-hmm. Like, I saved that money so I could move here comfortably. Mm-hmm. Got a salary job so I could continue to live mm-hmm. here comfortably, you know? Mm-hmm. Taking that step out on faith, that's hard for me. I just talked about this the other day because somebody asked me how long did I work for the company um, before I was comfortable with leaving. <laughs> <laughs> first of all i forgot he was in here <laughs> um and it like i said it took me three years to leave but if it, i always told myself if anything i can do try again or i can go back to mm. to mac i can go to sephora i can go to wherever else mm-hmm. like you can always go back like you have so much um what is it called when you have like a resume that experience, experience. Oh, experience. yeah, yeah. Uh-huh. experience. <laughs> get, you're gonna get, get the rest of that line <laughs> i'm like what is it called when you did shit and like and i'm write like, it down uh, on uh, a paper uh, and then uh, like you take it to job experience yes. with Alex. <laughs> that. like if in the event that you did have to go back to something you're gonna be able to go back to something mm-hmm. you know right. they're gonna hire you before they hire the the new person you know yeah. like because you have all the experience yeah. and i i feel like if you don't that's what i said i'm like if you don't try you'll never know mm-hmm. i was mm-hmm. scared and like i had like five friends who had quit and they're like don't let financial reasons be the reason you don't leave because mm-hmm. once you open up your schedule it was crazy because Working there, I, I had a set schedule. Like, mm-hmm. well, for the most part, it was it was different every week. But I knew that, like, I was going to work on Saturdays. I was going to work on Sundays, whatever. But once I left, whenever anything came in, I was able to say yes. Mm-hmm. Because I didn't have to go mm-hmm. to that job. So you're able to say yes more. You have more access to Exactly. More opportunities. Exactly. And then now you can say yes to everything. Yeah. And now you're booked. Yeah. Now you got to. And busy. Now you got to refer people yeah. to people. Because you can't Because you take can't them. take them. That part. That is a blessing. Is. Oh, my God. But like I said, like, you really won't know until you try it. And I know it's yeah. scary. Like, we all got rent. We all got bills. But you, I think we live in the age of the, the entrepreneur. Mm-hmm. And you can make money doing so many different things. But okay. I think what's important to note is that, like, when you step out on faith, you still have to be in alignment with what it is you're supposed to do. Yeah. Like, you clearly have your purpose. Yeah. Like, you clearly have your niche. So if you step out on your purpose... You're not gonna fall. Exactly. Yeah, it's, it's not like easier. I was like, yeah. I'm gonna sell mixtapes. Yeah, <laughs> exactly. I mean, Ooh. even though that City Girls remix you did, that shit was kind of late. But I did have a rap. <laughs> I do do a little. I do do a little rapping. <laughs> you dabble. We dabble. You dabble. Yo, I'm gonna put on an instrumental. I need you to freestyle. I but. cannot do that, but I can rap my. I can rap my rap. So if you put on. All right. If you put on the City Girls instrumental, I would do my rap. Which one? 
Active. Active? Yeah. All right. I'm going to do that. Okay. That episode. We're okay. Do perfect, that. perfect. Don't let me forget. But like, no, seriously, like you can do it. And I think it's all about having the faith and just trying it. Like, and knowing like, you're going to figure it out. Yeah. Like, okay, Ren is due on the first. We get to the fifth. Ren is due on the first. Yeah, right. <laughs> you got time. And yeah. you're not going to let, you're not going to just be like, well, didn't make it this month. Maybe they'll, maybe they'll comp me. Like, you know, it's not going to happen. Yeah. So you're going to figure something out. Okay. What I'm about to do, I'm about to put these shirts on sale. Yeah. Because it's going to sell out. And now I'm going to be able to pay my rent. You're right. But the thing is, though, I guess what I, where my fear lies is like, I don't even know what I'd be betting on. Mm-hmm. Like, I know that this podcast makes me happy. I mm-hmm. know that building this brand makes me happy mm-hmm. the shirts was honestly bullshit like it just was <laughs> like oh this is what y'all want and they fold okay out. But, and they sold but they, but but they Simone, what you're betting on you're betting on yourself mm-hmm. yes. you're, you're literally betting on yourself mm-hmm. yeah. and i mean you know it may not be your time to say fuck that job right. you know what i'm yeah. saying like, right it, to all the niggas listening, don't quit your shit tomorrow right. and then be in my right. fucking bitches because I can't help you, bitch. Like, I cannot fucking help you. You'll know when you're ready. You'll yeah. know when You'll you're know ready. When you're ready. Right. You, the, what you do is, for me, um, like when I tried to move to New York originally, like when I was thinking about moving to New York, I told myself I was only going to move if I had a job. Yeah. And I was telling my parents that to make them feel better right. as well. And then I got, you know, I was, I literally was interviewing for a job that hadn't even been created yet. Like I was make, I was networking or whatever. That job fell through. And then literally my co my old coworker looked at me and he said, Cortland, what do you need to move? Like, what do you need to move to New York? And I was like, well, I need to save a little bit more money. And I need to sell my car. He said, okay. You can do that. Mm-hmm. Those are all things that are in your control. You just need to go. Mm-hmm. And so I say that to say, when to try and figure out whether it's your time or not, you have to evaluate if fear is the only thing stopping you. Mm-hmm. Like when I had that conversation with my coworker, it was October of last year. I didn't move till March. Mm-hmm. But I had to make up in my mind and evaluate what I needed to leave so that I could move in March. So just you have to evaluate if fe- if fear is at the root of what's keeping you, then you know that you can leave. Because, mm-hmm. like, fear is not of God. So if that's the only thing that's holding you back, that's how you know you can leave. Mm-hmm. But, yeah, don't walk. Don't. Look, y'all, shit. Do not walk into work <laughs> tomorrow. Fuck and be like, you know what? I listen to this dope-ass <laughs> Bonnie's a Durex podcast. <laughs> Fuck y'all niggas. I'm out. Okay. Period, boo. Okay. <laughs> Now, where's Corlin so she can write me a check? Right. I'm not there yet, nigga. Okay. I'm not Oprah. I can't Do help you. But her. just get get in your prayer closet yes. and, and evaluate. Yeah. And, you know, what What does God say? Like, seek him and, you know, he'll show up. Like you have, But you have to evaluate it. You have to evaluate it and really designate time to being by yourself. Y'all, I went into a cocoon for several months and just did nothing but, like, Listen to Sarah Jakes Roberts and Michael Todd like sermons and journaled like the wild woman sermon by Sarah Jakes Roberts changed my life. Like she literally just talked about how you have to be comfortable living in a wilderness of life. And as a, as a child of God and somebody who's supposed to infiltrate this world with his light, you have to be comfortable living in a wilderness and I knew that I was avoiding my wilderness. Mm. And y'all, I just remember just being in my car. Shout out to my Camaro that I don't have no more. <laughs> I just remember being in my car and just crying. It's like, God, like, that's what it is. You want me to walk into my wilderness and I'm too scared. Yeah. Like, that sermon changed my life. And it was like, after I evaluated that it was literally just fear keeping me home, that's how I knew I had to move. But I still planned. 
Like, I found a roommate. I came up in January, signed my lease, and then I moved in March. Yeah. Like, and and stuff I, happened for you rather quickly, like, in terms yeah. of, like, securing something here. Yeah, well, again, alignment. Yeah. It's the power of doing things once you're in alignment. Like, again, right. that's what I'm saying. Like, do not walk in your job and be like, fuck this. I'm going to drop a mixtape. Like, <laughs> you have to make sure that's where you're supposed to be. And when you align yourself, provision came out. Y'all, my roommate found me mm-hmm. on an app. Like, she literally found me on the Nooklin app. And I ended up, you know, not like not securing a job and then still deciding I was going to move. And I came in January and signed my lease and then I moved two months later. But I, I tried to plan as much as I could. I tried to plan as much as I could and eliminate as much fear as possible. Mm-hmm. So that's the power of alignment. That's the power of provision. So, like, just know, like, when you when you step out on a faith at the right time, like, things are going to line up because they lined up for me. I'm mm-hmm. a living testimony of that, y'all. Like, I literally moved with three suitcases and a backpack. Like, I flew Southwest. Shout out to Southwest. <laughs> but letting you fly with them two free bags because that's how I moved. All I had was a mattress when I moved. And I just bought things piece by piece. Took out a new credit card and I let go and let go. And I'm here, and I'm okay. Amen. Amen. When are you releasing this devotional? See, you asking questions that I don't have the answer to. <laughs> well, let's set a date. Right. Let's put that into existence. Did you need a calendar? Because we can plan it. I guess I do need a calendar. Mm-hmm. Here you go. Trey. Here you go. Trey Day. Right here. Right there. There you go. For you to really pull out this calendar. Just go back one more. There you go. Just give us a a date that would feel comfortable to you. Comfortable. October 15th. Oh, I like it. Of this year? Yeah. Oh, girl. Okay. We on it. All right. I'm going to plug it in. Right. Put that in. Yeah. And then send us all the calendar invites so we all can get the alert. Oh, my God. October 15th, 2019. Going up. Tuesdays are good launch day. On a Tuesday. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Let's do October 15th. Okay. <laughs> I ain't got no job right now. I got put in time. <laughs> I'm about it. Are you trying to make it go to print? Or are you okay no. with it being an ebook? Yeah, I wanted to be an ebook. Okay. I'll and try. that's feasible. You can make that in Canva. Yes. Okay, yeah. October 15th. <laughs> it's lit. Oh it's in there. God. Y'all heard it. Y'all oh heard it here God. first. It's in there. Courtland, Pastor Cortland Johnson. Oh, Lord. Not <laughs> the Devotion. pastor. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Pass the KJ. Okay. Pass twerk. Pass drink wine. I told you this episode is called Holy Hotties. That's what we are, okay? I love it. A holy hottie. Period, boo. I love it. The perfect intersection. Oh, my goodness. Okay. So, Balance. before we uh, wrap up. Speaking of hotties. Speaking of hotties. <laughs> no, I just, I wanted y'all to leave um, the audience with a piece of advice. And may, so, a piece of advice and something that's been your rose this past year and something that's been your thorn? Well, I'm going to go ahead and skip the advice part because I feel like I talk for like at least 15 minutes. You ain't getting none out of that. <laughs> you just need to turn it off because you can and rewind. Um, but no, seriously, like, make sure you are feeding yourself spiritually on a daily basis. It will change your life. Mm-hmm. Let me tell you something. You cannot get to wherever it is you're trying to get to praying once a month. Like you, there's no way you can hear God. There's no way you can hear God's voice in the clutter of your life, the noise of your life. You have to learn how to turn your life down so that God's voice can be turned up. So make sure you are giving yourself that time. Um, a rose. 
Shit, graduating from the Ween Academy because mm-hmm. they wore my ass out. <laughs> a thorn, the process of the Ween Academy because they wore my mm-hmm. ass out. <laughs> <laughs> That's valid. That's valid. Yeah, yeah, but it's worth it. It was worth it. Okay. Uh... <laughs> <laughs> you gonna have to cut my part. Um. Well, okay. My rose. I'll start with that. If coming out here and working Mm -hmm. I think it's so cool that I'm able to go to another state and cross country country. country. yes across country in a place that I've I mean I've visited for the first time a few months ago and this is my third time back working I think that's cool Um, so I think it would be that coming across the country and working Mm -hmm. and being able to take clients and being successful while here um Thorn? Yeah, your thorn for the year. What's, what's a thorn? Something, something that's, that's been like, a pain in your ass. Right. A hindrance, frustration. Hmm. I mean, I think that I am still fearful of other things. Oh, wait. Well, I was about to say, as your friend, I feel like I could say your thorn has been fear. Yeah. Mm. I literally was about to say that. Yeah. There's still so much that I'm, af- there's still so much that I'm afraid of. Um... And I mean, I'm definitely inspired after this conversation. Mm-hmm. Like having the faith. Like, yeah, I did one thing where I stepped out, and I always talk about that. But it's like, okay, what's next? Mm-hmm. You know. So, I think my thorn would be the fear that is still. You know, we all have a little bit. So it's the fear that's still there. Um, now I'm just thinking about what I'm going to do to to turn that around. Yeah, yeah, that's beautiful. Yeah, what's been your rose? Um, I think my rose has been being able to cultivate my daydreams into reality um, and just being able to build out this brand and bring to fruition the ideas I have for the episodes and like the events and stuff. Like I said, this, this brand really makes me feel full, makes me feel fulfilled mm-hmm. um, and host, hosting events and creating events also aids in that. But I think that my thorn is being so incredibly busy that I don't have time to like, just take a moment to myself or really like pour into the people that mean the most to me. Like I feel like me being so busy with my two jobs in this podcast has affected, you know, my relationship has affected my friendships. And I constantly feel like in the moments where I am having, where I do have downtime, I'm exhausted. Like Mm -hmm. I just, I don't have energy. And you do not give yourself enough grace to even own your own downtime. I don't. Like I, y'all, I've dragged Simone so many times and I'm like, bitch, take a nap. I know. Sleep. Because even in the downtime, I'm doing stuff to appease other people. Well, they said that they wanted me to come to the happy hour. And I'm and like, I'm I don't go. give a fuck. Go to sleep. <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> Take a nap. Right. You can miss you one tired. Happy hour. Right. Yeah. So I'm, as of recently, I'm learning how to say no. Mm-hmm. Like, I know I, was, I said in the beginning of the year, I'm going to say no. To, like, But no, mm-hmm. it just wasn't the reality. I'm literally, like, man, I'm doing better at managing my time mm-hmm. and understanding what's really fulfilling for me. And what I'm just doing for somebody else because I feel guilty. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So yeah. Time management. Time, I was about to say Super. time management. That's yeah. That's all it's of important. us. Huh? That's all yeah. of us. It's something that we all like talk about, like to mm-hmm. talk about, but rarely do people master it. Right. Mm-hmm. I'm I'm on the path to mastery. Yes. That's what I would like. You, you have do the calendar, or do you write? Do you have a to do list, or how do you I write out to do lists at okay. work? Mm-hmm. I gotta do that. Yeah. Something about like handwriting. Yeah. What the things I need to do and mm-hmm. checking it off is like fulfilling to me. Yeah. It's weird. Oh, yeah. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. 
I got to apply that because it'd be Monday at 4 p.m. And I'm like, well, <laughs> Monday is gone. One of my mentors, she um, she had to tell me because I burned myself out in the first few months of moving here, trying to like once I move here, trying to be at everything and um, trying to go to all the networking events, try to connect with all these people. And she was like, you have to start asking yourself, is the juice worth the squeeze? Mm. And um, that's been a that's been a mantra for me ever since she's told me that like a couple of months ago. So I'm, I try to again strategy, like mm-hmm. you know, trying to be strategic with where I'm going, who I'm spending my time with. Um, you know, is, am I am I being useful and productive with my time? So like, mm-hmm. if anybody who has time management issues, which is like everybody, <laughs> ask yourself like, when you're doing stuff, is the juice worth the squeeze? Like, is it actually worth? what I'm about to put into it. Like, is what I'm getting from what I'm about to do actually worth the time and energy it takes? And if it doesn't, don't be afraid to say no. Right. I absolutely love that. I need to apply that in my own life. Okay. Yeah. So before we wrap up this episode, you said that you was going... (laughs) (laughs) You said... You said that you was going... I got you. Freestyle. Nope, you're not freestyle. You were going to rap over the (laughs) act up beat. Act up. So what I'm going to do for you... Okay. Is I'm going to put the instrumental on on my side right. so you can hear yourself clearly in your mic. Perfect. Thank you so much. <laughs> <laughs> huh? Yeah. Oh, he can oh you can yeah. do it. Then. Yes, please. Come on, technology. <laughs> um, act up. City Girls. Instrumental. Thank you. And the world popping. Nope. <laughs> do a test shot. Let me see what I look like. Wait, I don't like this filter. Okay, pick a different one. Hey. Oh. Just do the top up. Can you turn it up? Can you turn it up, sir? Can you turn it up? Yeah. And then start it over, please. (laughs) So many demands. Okay, we good. Told y'all we in the presence of a celebrity. Here we go, here we go, here we go. go, Let's go. go. All right. (laughs) <laughs> Tragin snatch nine looking at your nigga in orange theory watch his ass get bigger it squats my shots in case these hoes ain't no bitches swear it's fake ask your nigga he know same fly bitch yeah she a go get her haters stay mad watch his bag get bigger boss ass bitch yeah real brow killer now watch me break down pillars train got time for you fake ass hoes no. keep my circle tight no bum ass hoes yeah. we winning over here on you crumb ass hoes hey. we getting money bitch i'm your goals goals Act up, you can get snatched up. Ay. Act up, your nigga could get snatched up. Oh shit! Act up, you could get snatched up. Dirty ass, what, baby girl? You need to back the fuck up, okay? Yeah. Period. Period. Okay? Period. <laughs> that's so good. So that's my little, you know, little act up challenge. Remember when that came out? I dropped that or whatever. Uh huh. <laughs> when the mixtape coming out, sis? Um, should we set a date? You should set a date since we set a date. I don't, I don't, I don't think this Sunday. applies the way mine did. I don't think it's the same type of thing. It's not. I don't think it's the same scenario. I don't. I, I, I mean, I don't want to tell you what to do, but I, I, I don't. I don't think that's your lane. Like we just talked about alignment and purpose, and I don't. You're right. I don't think it's, that's yours. It's not. It's not. It's for fun. 
But we could do it for fun. Okay. Yeah. For fun. For fun. Well, ladies, it was absolutely incredible to have y'all here. So like this fun. was so yes. fun. So fun. I love this so much. Yes. I feel like I've learned so much from you both. And yes. I feel like our friendship even grew it stronger. Did. Yes. Like it did. this was amazing. Thank you so much for now doing I need your number. Me. Yes, right. Don't be mad if you feel us hanging out. Right. No, I'm not that friend. I love when my friends connect. Like, yes, like make the circle right. stronger. Okay. I need y'all to, to rock with each other. Yeah. Be a trio. This, okay. This might be the, the new 3LW. Okay. Listen. Oh my God. I want a podcast. Yes. That'd be so <laughs> this was so fun. Thank you for having us of too. Of course. Yes. When she told me, I was like, what? Yes. Like we're gonna like record, record like with microphones and stuff. Yes. And me and <laughs> you have been true. trying to get in the studio doing podcasts forever. Ever. I don't think we ran people through how we met. No. Give them the like quick backstory of how we literally met. y'all. I have a podcast clearly clearly misunderstood. We on hiatus right now because we're developing a new show. But yeah, me and Simone literally were Twitter friends, like mm-hmm. connecting from just being podcast family because podcasts like have like a weird family situation. Right. And once I moved, like when I knew I wanted to move to New York, I started to like definitely keep in contact with Simone even more. And then once I moved, like we became like real friends and not just social media friends. And the same thing happened with Trey, oh, yeah. like. Mm-hmm. Cause she's a celebrity and everything, and got like almost right. one hundred and fifty-eight thousand followers or something, and, and like we would Instagram following each other, and then became friends. So shoot your friendship shot in DM. Because me and one of my friends were actually talking about doing like a retreat kind of thing where we want because we want more friends who like want the same things that we want, right. like positivity, more girlfriends who are mm-hmm. you know like on your wave. Because it's like. I don't know. You, it's hard, a hard time finding that in your own hometown. I it feel is. like, like mm-hmm. it's almost like people who are, I don't want to say around you, but people who are near you or who live where you live. It's almost like they low key don't want to see you. Mm-hmm. You know mm-hmm. when? Mm-hmm. I don't know. No, <laughs> I know. I feel you. <laughs> you know, I feel the same way. So back it's like home. we almost feel like thinking about outsourcing, and it's like outsourcing I think friends, mm-hmm. outsourcing friends, and like. She messaged me just telling me like a bunch of places I could go to when I was visiting New Orleans. And like now she's one of my best friends. Aww. And I met her a year ago. We just had our friend of our three. That's the Essence weekend. Okay. It was our friend of That is so cute. <laughs> right. And it's like, shoot your shot. Like, right. not everybody, some people be weird, but. Yeah. Don't be weird. <laughs> Don't be weird. That like, I literally just hit Trey up on like some fat bitch shit. Like, she, bitch, you in my city? <laughs> let me run down. She wasn't like, hey, you want to like come to my house? Like, hey, you my friend? Hi, my name's Craig. You want to be my friend? You look really cool. I think we're the same size. <laughs> Golly gee. Because you would have not gotten a response. Okay? Yo, this episode wouldn't even be um, happening. Okay. <laughs> like this weird ass bitch from New Orleans. You know, I don't know. I New Orleans we. bitches. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> But no, she's seriously one of my best friends, and I just met an amazing new friend. Yes. I met you last time, but yes. even more this time through yes. through through her, and I think this was awesome. Yay, this was awesome. Yes. So before we go, just um, give people a rundown again where they can find you at, how they can follow you. I'm going to let the celebrity go first. Y'all got to stop saying that, because you will see me in Target with my bonnet. Listen, celebrity sightings. My, like I said, remember in People rag. Magazine would be like, Celebrities do the oh, same things yeah. as us. That's you. Girl, that's me. We be looking at you on Instagram girl, look, like that. Listen, what you see on my story and what you see on my page, them is two different bitches. Okay? Okay? Two different bitches. But uh, you can find me on Instagram at Treyday, T-R-E-D-A-Y-Y. And you guys can find me on Instagram at Court Stay Dropping Gems. That's K-O-R-T. Stay 
dropping gems. Yes. And here you can follow me at via.simone on Instagram. And via Her name's Simone not via, though. Underscore. Right. <laughs> My name is not via, okay? I wish that I could make a dollar every time everybody be like, via! Oh! <laughs> You the girl with the podcast. I'd be like, well, my name's Simone, actually. Okay. <laughs> but hi, nice right, to meet you. Okay. What? Reading comprehension is right. fundamental, okay. guys. Right. Words mean things. <laughs> they sure <laughs> do. <laughs> That's all right, though. I appreciate the love, okay. for sure. But yes, make sure that you don't forget to rate, like, and subscribe to this podcast on SoundCloud and Apple Music. And also follow us on Instagram and Twitter on, and Facebook at Bonnets, Durags, No And, B-O-N-N-E-T-S-D-U-R-A-G-S. Okay? And until next time. Right. (laughs) (laughs) And until next time, y'all, stay tuned. Bye. Bye.